we're joined on the line by Clive Ramatibela, Managing Member at Inkunzi Investments. Good morning, Clive. Well, Sakina, how are you doing? I'm very well. I have a message here for you from Morgan Pasla. It says, imagine pirates losing to chiefs. Those Mm -hmm. with extravagant bets would be torn between honoring their bets and blaming Into Zabantu. You know what I would do then? I would wake up from that nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, seeing that you are awake right now, Clive, Asian currencies are in the longest losing streak since January. What's going on there? It's all the Fed. It's all that second place in the Fed. You know, when Janet Yellen speaks, people just stop panicking. And for for, for you to understand this, Sakina, think about it this way. Every time somebody says they sneeze, and then you catch the cold. So what's happening is everybody's panicking now because they think because of the extended period that the interest rates will be kept low, money will be driven back into uh, the normal equity space because there's just no movement within the rates because, you know, you don't want to borrow money for nothing and not make any interest on it. So currencies are being affected, and it's affecting even the emerging markets. We saw the RAND, even though it regained somewhat yesterday, it's still pretty much weak at 11 RAND and 10 cents to the U.S. dollar. You look at the Indian um, uh, uh, rupee, it's also under pressure there, down against the U.S. dollar. You look at the uh, Indonesian rupiah uh, and the Malaysian ringgit, that's also uh, uh, down following the comments uh, by the Fed, uh, uh, which, which I think maybe they expected that they would raise interest rates this time around. So all these emerging markets, and especially those in the Asian uh, area, in the Asia-Pacific area, uh, are taking a little bit of a dart, including, in actual fact, Australia as well, the Australian dollar, quite weak against uh, the U.S. dollar. Mm. And, of course, the big question on everybody's mind after yesterday's announcement is who will be replacing Auntie Jill? I don't know. I'm really sad that uh, Auntie Jill is leaving us. I'm, I'm quite uh, upset in actual fact, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap her some sweets and hopefully she'll enjoy them. But here's the catch. There's three guys that I think that we should be putting um, uh, 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 our markers on. The first one is obviously uh, Daniel Nelly, who is the Deputy Governor of the Mexican Reserve Bank. Uh, he's been there for a while as well. He shares the position, obviously, with two other candidates who I think also have a great potential to do so. You've got uh, the longest-serving guy there, which is Leticia Kanyako. Um, he's also very, very uh, well exposed. He's been with the with Treasury for a long time. He understands the basics of economics, the macro and microeconomics uh, uh, spectrum in South African markets. So he's the guy maybe a lot of people are putting their money on at the current moment. And outside third uh, uh, possibility, Faisal Khrupa, uh, now, this Santa Fruper has also uh, been appointed as Deputy Governor uh, of the Reserve Bank. He was the uh, Chief Executive Officer of Media 24. He joined uh, Media 24 as Chief Financial Officer in 2003. So this man is also an outside. He's the third, on the third spot there, he's also a possibility. My third uh, departure after this is that there is no female representation. I don't see a female taking over. And um, maybe that's just me. I like to see Abbasazi. Uh, 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 you know, taking over the lead there mm-hmm. in that particular role because I think that they can do a really good job uh, at the Reserve Bank. As has been proven. And um, the crime statistics coming out today, how are they likely to affect the economy, Clive? 
you know, Sakina, a lot of scholars around the world argue the fact that there's a correlation uh, between crime and the economy. Uh, the reason is because there is no substantial evidence to prove that crime statistics and where crime takes place actually affect the economy. But the truth of the matter is that we know for a fact is that when there's poverty, uh, poverty is likely to be linked uh, with crime. And so what the scholars are saying is that you, know, you can't say the two, you can't marry the two, but certainly there are different pockets that you can see if there's a high level of poverty that people tend to find alternative ways of actually making money. So uh, there is no correlation. There's no enough evidence of the correlation. But I can tell you now, it does tell the story about the, 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 the country, uh, its focus. If you think about it, recently, you know, we've had a lot of robberies in shopping malls. And uh, you know that, uh, that towards December, I know this for a fact, in South Africa, towards December, towards the Christmas period, we seem to have a spike in the crimes, in, uh, whether it be by housebreakings, whether it be uh, um, uh, attacks on, on people, uh, uh, pickpocketing and all that. It tends to start to go up during that period as people try to get amaponat, uh, you know. So this, this, this trend is there. But when the crime statistics come out today, let's look at where we have done well, where our police have done extremely well to try and curb down the, 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 the murder rate, uh, the crime rates, hijackings and all that. Let's hope that they come out positively and we might see a reflection of uh, confidence from investors outside the country. If they see that the, the crime stats are going down, they start to have a bit more confidence about putting their money here in our local markets. Mm. And uh, that concludes uh, your contribution for this week, Clive. Just want to say that on Sunday, I wish that you have a fantastic day. And I hope that nothing, nothing between <laughs> now and then, nothing, upsets you. That's nothing so sincere. That's so sincere of you, Clive. We can suck in now. Take care. Thank you so much, Clive Ramatibela, Managing Member of Nkunzi Investments.